Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. couple quick things about yesterday's surprises. Uh, yesterday we interviewed Brian Lebo, who is a rock star agent and investor in the Las Vegas market. Uh, we talked about 2021 and uh, this morning you will see a video talking about 2022 Vegas. So uh, make sure you look for that. Always fun talking with Brian. And then we had Ryan Pineda. Uh, lucky enough to reconnect with Ryan Pineda. He was on my channel a couple of years ago. He has since blown up in the social media game, and uh, it was fun to catch up with him. He is a uh, former baseball player who was drafted by the Oakland A's, and he has transitioned into becoming an eight-figure entrepreneur, which I think is just outstanding. We talked about what's going on in his world, what he expects in 2022, uh, and we talked about something that he calls the wealthy way. So, a uh, lot of fun with Ryan and Brian yesterday. Hopefully you enjoyed those special guests. And, you know, on with the news of the day. When you look at the financial news today, we have to start with the Fed. More specifically, we have to start with the Fed because I told you what was coming. At least that was my suspicion. I believed, and you can go back and watch my videos, that the Fed is not our friend. Uh, the Fed has let inflation run. It is now kind of in the system, and the only way to break inflation is for the Fed and Powell to get a little Paul Volcker-like. What we saw in the Fed meeting minutes is not only Jerome Powell, but many of the other Fed presidents now believe that they have a choice. They are at an inflection point. They need to admittedly Become Paul Volcker-like. Raise faster, raise sooner, and perhaps more aggressively. And uh, for whatever reason, the market wasn't ready for it. And uh, we saw some carnage yesterday in tech stocks, uh, specifically companies with crazy uh, price to revenue. We're not talking price to profit. We're talking price to revenue, cryptos, uh, and uh, the pain. The pain is not over. And this is what I told you was coming. This is what, um, again, it's very similar to what I did 20 some odd years ago. So it's, uh, it is, uh, and, and, you know, hey, if you're new in the game and you've, you thought you walked on water and everything you touched turned to gold, I get it. I've been there. Uh, you know, you know, buy the dip, diamond hands, hodl, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you, you can, uh, you know, you don't recognize your loss till you sell. All true statements, but something you will realize is dead money. Uh, you know, leaving something there forever is a huge op opportunity cost. So we'll see. This is only starting. We'll see where it's going. Again, the ten-year note popped to 1.75 shortly. I think it's at 1.725 as of now. Uh, as I said in my 2022 look ahead, we've already seen the low, and uh, rates were going to go up from there. And Lo and behold, we're five days in, and that could not have been a better call. So again, the Fed is not your friend. 
The Fed meeting minutes were exactly kind of what I expected. And again, we talked about this, I think, on Sunday. That's why I love doing a daily show. Or it's either Sunday or Monday. The basic thing is, yeah, the Fed put out this song and dance a few weeks ago. You know, three rate rises, you know, taper be done in March. What I told you about the Fed meeting minutes is we were going to look at just how aggressive they were. Who was the most aggressive? And this is what happened. You, we, were, we were surprised when we saw the dot plot and you know all of these things. I certainly was not. In fact, I would have expected the dot plot to be slightly more aggressive. But, uh, you know, they have a long time to see it. And then finally, I've been indicating for nine months now that rates were going up ne- this year. I said they would go up no later than June. And a lot of people thought I was, um, let's just say, early. And, uh, you know, nailed it. Uh, In addition to that, the Fed was talking about how to reduce their balance sheet. This is another thing that I think caught the market by surprise. I have no idea why. If you don't know, we've talked about it, but let's put it in context. The Fed has been buying $100 billion in bonds a month. Those bonds sit on the balance sheet. That balance sheet has gotten fat. Now they're going to sell. So this is what happened, right? The Fed is the buyer. The Fed doesn't have to make a profit. Rates fall. Guess what? When the Fed sells, those buyers have to make a profit. You think you're going to accept a 10-year note at one point, whatever? No, you're going to want more. Rates are going up. This is going to trickle through the economy. You are going to see it first in crypto, second in stocks, and housing will slow down. Haven't changed my opinion. All of that stands. Again, I will say it one more time for the folks in the back of the room. Housing will not crash. It will simply slow down. We will simply build more inventories. Right. So uh, that's going on. Uh, of Thursday, so we got the unemployment claims. Uh, we still are back down to 2019 levels, although slightly up from last week. Uh, we got 207,000 new claims. Expectation was 195. Frankly, anything below 225 is back on trend to 2019, right? If you remove 2020, you remove 2021. Anything below 225. We're on trend for 19, so feeling like full employment to me. Uh, Saw a very interesting post from a San Francisco-based technology company. The company is called Bolt, 550 employees. What they just did, I believe, will be the next Casual Friday, uh, the next, uh, you know, full coffee bars. These were all nice things that companies have done to attract employees and keep employees. Bolt, B-O-L-T, you might want to look it up. This company just instituted, after testing it for six months, a four-day work week. We are in the 1970s wage inflation. I've been saying that since we did the 50-year spreadsheet together. You have a choice as an employer You can do what that New York restaurant did that we've talked about endlessly, double salaries. You will have all the employees you want. 
Unfortunately, most employers can't do that because what will happen is they will become unprofitable. There is something else you could offer, such as a four-day work week. Right? You're going to still get your 40 hours. You're going to do it in four 10-hour shifts versus five eight-hour shifts. But what will happen is you will be able to use that as a carrot to entice people to come and entice people to stay. I believe this four-day work week or like things like this are going to be how companies attract. Right? You're going to go like who, who wouldn't want to go to Bolt for an interview? And learn more about this four-day work week. Really? I can have a three-day weekend every weekend? So these are things that are coming with wage inflation. This is a changing economy. It's going to go on all decade or at least the first five years. Things to watch out for. Don't know if I said this earlier, so I'll say it again. The 10-year note spiked to 1.75. Last I wrote it down, 1.725. Again, this is the cost of money, right? The cost to borrow is going up across the board. Uh, Jeff Sherman, who is the co-chief investment officer of, I didn't write it down. I didn't finish my thought. Let me see if I can remember. I think it's Double Line. I think it was Double Line. Uh, he's out with some notes basically saying uh, the Fed will not be, the Fed won't be as aggressive. They won't have a backbone and they will not get inflation under control in 2022. I agree, frankly. In addition to that, Jeff is out saying that he expects inflation to end the year at 4%. Kind of feels right to me. I might even be a little bit higher. Uh, he says that CPI that comes out next week will be 7%. So folks, we're, we are going to do another over-under together just to see where we are. So here's the deal. CPI, uh, I think last month was 68 Let's play the over-under game and let's use Jeff's 7%. Let me know right now. Get ready. Do you think next week's CPI will be over 7% or under 7%? Let me know in the comments below. Uh, let's get the algorithm going so everybody comment so this, uh, you know, I don't know, shows up for more people. Don't forget, of course, to give thumbs up. Don't forget to share with your friends these daily financial news and subscribe. Uh, we are trying to help a million people, but I need your help. We need to get more and more people to watch the daily financial news. I've been doing it for a thousand days, uh, and we need more and more people doing the work uh, with real estate investment. So thank you very much for all of that. The Fed meeting minutes. Again, um, just more and more validation of what you and I have been talking about. The, the Fed meeting minutes actually called out 1970s wage inflation. Wow, wage inflation. This is something that I've been talking about for six or nine months. I've talked about it with my experts. Uh, it is coming, or frankly, it is here, not even coming. So it is here. Uh, and then the last thing that I called that, again, I got a lot of uh, passionate opinions on is I believe the first Fed hike will be half a point, not a quarter. I still believe that. I believe the Fed's first raise in March is going to be half a point to show they're serious we'll see it's only 90 days away so uh, we shall see uh, other thing to realize is i don't think inflation is going to get better there was talk about the supply chain getting better uh, i don't think that uh, i don't think that, at least not in the short term likely not all 2022 we still have uh, an uneven handling of the virus we still have hong kong for example going into mass shutdowns or not lo shutdowns lockdowns 
We have zero tolerance in China. Uh, this is where a lot of stuff is made. So uh, it's going to be a problem. Uh, not to mention teachers and nurses and uh, airline pilots and stewardess or uh, flight attendants and all of those things. This is all still going on. Uh, and what likely continues to happen is retailers, shop owners, restaurants, they will double and triple order, which will just put further strain and continue this thing going. So as I were to s summarize what I expect to be coming, if you are new to the channel, here are my 2022 thoughts. Inflation is ramping. It is not rolled over. Inflation will go higher before it goes lower. Two, the Fed is going to be more aggressive than people expect. See yesterday. The consumer, again, this is something that I've been saying for a while. The consumer spent like it was 1999 in Q4. It was a holiday. We, were, we didn't want to go two years without spoiling our kids or whatever. We overspent. See video where we talked about $1,200 average overspending. Shame on you. Consumers spent early. They drained savings. So I expect Q1, Q2 retailers to be light. You can't spend twice. The money's gone. The money's gone. I believe wage inflation and supply chain are still a problem. Hence, prices are going to be going up. See IKEA. IKEA just raised prices 9%. I believe it will feel very much like stagflation in 2022. And again, I've been calling that for six to nine months. And then finally, I believe there's a chance that we start a recession in Q2 or Q3. And that means negative GDP growth. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm thinking. Just wanted to give you my thoughts. Again, today's Thursday. So we got Jonathan Twomley. Um, we got the three amigos. Uh, it is going to be a lot of fun. Do me a favor. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, one rental at a time. I'm on LinkedIn, Michael Zuber. Uh, got a website, all that good stuff. So have a wonderful day. Remember, share, like, subscribe, comment below. Over, under 7% CPI. I'm going to take, I always like to pick a number. I'm going to go 7.2%. So I'm taking the over going 7.2%. If you want to play along, simply say over, under. If you want to feel fun, pick a number. Let's see what happens. Take care, everyone. Bye.